Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness princess, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that is entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new and this is your first podcast episode of mine, extra special welcome to you. I'm going to jump right in because in this episode, I have a lot to talk to you about regarding New Year's resolutions, how I am able to achieve them every single year, and how you can as well. Before we get into the episode, let's set the mood. So it is currently dark outside. It's Friday night, so I think you can tell how my life is um, Friday night, sitting at home like I always do. It's almost six. I have my tree, my Christmas tree lit. I have, I'm in a dark room with just a lamp on. I kind of like the vibes going on. I am in a really comfy sweat set and I'm just vibing. I'm here sitting on the ground with my laptop open and my phone right next to me. Because if you don't know, I don't have a microphone. I use my phone as my microphone because I feel like it has even better quality than most microphones I have tried. Um, so I have the Samsung 20, but you know, the camera and the microphone quality is so good that I don't really need an actual camera or an actual microphone. And I am just kind of in a weird mood right now. And I feel like a lot of people are. So, you know, final season is upon us. And if you don't know, I do, I am a high school senior, but I do attend all my classes are at college. And I have a lot of finals. Um, Yeah, so I, my entire, I I really want to post a podcast episode on this, maybe next week if it's not too late. Um, But just how my study, like how I plan out finals week, how I plan out exams, and how I'm able to maintain a 4.0. And I've been able to maintain a 4.0 since we were able to be graded. And I'm taking a full load of college classes and I have a lot going on, and I have this podcast, and I have a job, and I have so many other things, but I'm able to maintain a 4.0 because I study smarter, not harder. Like I always say, it's about quantity, it's about quality, not quantity. Um, but that is something that I'm just in that kind of weird mood where I'm starting to study for finals, you know, it's kind of getting anxious, papers are due, you know, quizzes are due, homework is due, everything is due, projects are due, so I'm in this mood where I I feel like I have so much to get done um, and, you know, I just want to make sure that I don't burn myself out because I still have all of next week to study because my exams are in like a week and a half-ish, so that's going to be fun. Okay, so my high is probably my Spotify wrapped, so if you have Spotify or you're listening to me through Spotify, like, Thank you because I got so many cool stats for my Spotify wrapped. So there were, I think it was like 600 minutes of podcast episode like content, which was really cool. And then 20 countries. So the USA was the top. So I mean, I live in America. I live up here in Minnesota where it's absolutely freezing out. Don't come here. I'm telling you, don't come here. Anyway. Um, But the second one is Brazil. So if you are listening to me from Brazil, welcome. I want to live in Brazil, but maybe it's because it's not like negative five degrees Fahrenheit, not Celsius. Celsius, it would be lower. 
Um, but anyway, that was kind of my high. It was cool to see all of the different people where there where all of you guys are listening from, all of the stats, because I did start this podcast. I think in May of some time, that's when I posted my first trailer, and it's been growing, but you know, for me, I'm doing this more for myself and to help people. I don't want to, for this to ever turn into like a lucrative thing. I just like to do it for fun, and I like to help people and make an impact because I don't care if like only five or ten people listen. For me, those five or ten people, they're my best friends. And if I am able to talk to them and I'm able to hype them up and give them tips to become the best version of themselves, then let's do that, shall we? And then my low is probably kind of my anxiety. I'm getting hit a lot by also like not not only anxiety over final exams, but I'm hit a lot with anxiety of next semester because I am transferring colleges. I just needed an extra challenge, so... I have a lo- I'll have a longer commute, the classes will be more difficult, so that is something that is on my mind, and another thing is I've been hit a lot with body dysmorphia lately, um, just nothing has been feeling right in my mind, and I know that it's body dysmorphia, it's all in your mind, and I know that, I know that, but no matter how much you overcome your eating disorder, which I had an eating disorder in the past, um, I've had episodes talking about it if you want to listen. But, you know, those thoughts can still creep up. You just you just learn not to actually obey the thoughts. You just keep doing your normal thing. Um, because I have goals and having body dysmorphia and having um, a bad relationship with food is not part of those goals. But last thing before we like really get into the episode is make sure to follow me on this podcast, subscribe to it, hit the notifications bell, give it a rating and review. I mean, that really helps the algorithm push it out. And I want as many amazing princesses and queens and kings and whoever you are while you're listening to this to be able to become the best version of yourself for 2023, to be able to stick to your New Year's resolutions and to just be happy and healthy. So make sure to give this podcast a five-star rating because then the algorithm will push it out to more people that we can add to the community and you can also definitely repost this podcast episode on your story you could share it with a friend and that's all greatly greatly appreciated because I just want to grow the community and help as many people as I can but anyway I think new year's resolutions are so hyped up I mean like everyone does them pretty much everyone right And I don't understand. Here's what I never understood about New Year's resolutions, and I will never understand, is why people really think that a random day in their life, everything is going to change. They start on an extreme diet, or they cut out all the foods they love. They think they'll be able to go to the gym every single morning at 5 a.m., cut down their screen time, the list goes on, do this, do that, read like seven books a week. Like, that's not... Like, it's not because, like, the calendar hits 2023 and bam, like, you're going to just be the best version of yourself right away. Like, that's not how the world works. And I think you know this. Like, I feel like some people are like, oh, yeah, like, diet starts on Monday. Absolutely not. No. Number one, I am against diets. But number two, why is it always this all or nothing mentality? Why can't it be a lifestyle, not a short, quick fix? And this is why people fail. So by February, most people are nose deep in Valentine's Day chocolate that they never let themselves have in January because it was quote unquote bad. 
and they stop working out and they forget about their goals. And this is actually like 80 to 90% of the people that set resolutions. They forget about them. They never achieve them. They're not motivated to achieve them. The list goes on. And I want for all of us in this little community bubble, all of the wellness princesses and queens and kings to be part of that 10% that do make our New Year's resolutions happen, that make our dream life happen. So let's get into the episode. So as I previously mentioned, New Year's resolutions are really hard to stick to. And a lot of this is because our brains don't like change and especially rapid change. And for me, I hate change. I absolutely despise change, which is probably why I'm getting a lot of anxiety over next semester and whatnot. But nevertheless, I'm not a person that likes change. I like to stick to my routine. I like my normal things. I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay like eating the same foods and doing the same things. Like I'm okay vibing. But change is good and change is how you grow. And I did do a previous episode on being okay with change. That's episode 25 that I posted, I think, yeah, last month around this time. But, you know, change is good and change is how you grow. And a lot of people know that I'm not a person that loves change, but yet they always ask, well, how, Lana, like, how do you always pretty much make your New Year's resolutions? Like, how do you stick to them if you don't really like change, if it's hard for you to change? And I've stuck to my New Year's resolutions consistently for roughly like four to five years, honestly. Um, Some of them were definitely not actually like healthy. They were a little bit extreme. Um, But over time, my New Year's resolutions became more and more realistic and more and more part of the life that I want to live in the future. So I'm actually going to look at my past vision board and list off some of the goals that I wrote in 2021 for 2022 and see which ones that I have achieved. Okay, so looking at my little vision board, and I love it. I have it as my screensaver for my laptop. I printed it out. I made this via Pinterest and a lot of different things. So my kind of big words, my kind of like overarching categories was self-love, health, relationships, and fun, and career. So for self-love, some of the things that I wrote down was journal every morning and evening, which I do now, meditate every morning, which I do, no screen time in the morning or during meals, which I'm still really, really working on, spend more time in nature, which I do, January or weekly social media detoxes, which I did a entire January social media detox and an entire summer social media detox. Right now, I'm okay with social media. I don't feel like it's negative for me, but I wrote that In January, I was in a very negative mindset. I was not healthy mentally, and so I needed those detoxes. Um, Wear more jewelry, which I now do. Heal cuticles. So I had um, a horrible habit of picking my cuticles and picking out my nails all the time, and to the point where they would bleed. They did not look good, and I tried everything. I tried band-aids. I tried hand creams. I tried everything, but one, I think it's this was in September, I got acrylic nails. And you literally can't pick your nails or your cuticles with acrylic nails. And because I had those on for three weeks, my fingers healed. And then I went back to the nail salon and I did a whole like 
bartering with myself saying like, okay, if you don't pick at your nails, you will be able to go to the nail salon every two weeks and get your gel manicure. I'm not an acrylics girl. I hate acrylics, but I love a simple um, gel French manicure, which I actually had done today. Today was, I generally do them on Fridays. Um, but you know, and that's how I healed my cuticles. Heal my skin and my hair, um, which I did. Um, I think recovering from the eating disorder was a big part of it. My hair was really, really brittle. Having weekly spa nights, which I do, and then purchase more flowers for myself, which I also do. So I made every single goal within the self-love category, which is super exciting. Looking into health, my first goal was quit the eating disorder and bad eating behaviors. So I did, and I'm very proud of this. Drink lots of water, no caffeinated coffee, and I, like, caffeine just doesn't vibe with me. I get so jittery, so I just avoid it. Um, I love decaf coffee, but um, yeah, I drink lots of water. I stick to no coffee or decaf. Um, clean eating, which back then, again, I was not in the best mental state, but I guess I eat healthy. I'm not obsessed with the whole cleanliness because, like, everything's made out of chemicals. Like, I'm fine. Limit processed food, which... I kind of do, but I kind of don't. Like, I'm not freakish about it as I once was, um, but I just know what makes my body feel good and what doesn't. Cook and bake healthy things more, which I do. Gain weight. So, again, this is part of um, eating disorder recovery, and I did. Sleep eight hours, which I'm still working on. Um, you know, stretch every morning and evening, which I don't do, but I try to stick at night. Um, foam rolling, which I sometimes do. Get in your steps and workouts, which I do. Start weight training, which I do. And then play tennis over the summer, which I was able to do. Um, for my career, you know, 4.0, um, you know, have a certain ACT score. Read, grow this Instagram, you know, earn money, get a job. Like, I did most of the career things. And then same with relationships and fun. Um, unfortunately, I feel like... I'll talk about this in a separate episode because this episode is supposed to be focused on New Year's resolutions. I don't know why I'm going down this tangent, but I don't really have a lot of friends. And that's the truth because I'm so split between so many places that I literally have none um, or like no like close friends, I would say, because my friends from high school are not my really friends anymore because they're, they never really hang out with me. They have their own lives. I have mine. Um, and so, and like in college, like I'm so busy that I don't really have time to socialize. So yeah, I'm isolated, but right now I'm vibing with it. Anyway, if there are certain things that I wanted to change back last year in 2021, I did all of my new year's resolutions through little steps. This makes it so much easier when you make a game plan and you slowly incorporate things into your life. It makes things so much easier because you can't go from one to a hundred. You can't. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to drop it. So here are my tips for sticking to your news resolutions from my previous experience. Number one, start today. I'm telling you, I don't care like when you're listening to this. I don't care if it's after, you know, after 2023 or you're listening to it on the day, post it, which is December 3rd, start today. Start anytime. It doesn't have to be at like 5 a.m. in the morning. It can be at 8 p.m. Start today. 
start by making small steps. And this way, by New Year's, you're you're already vibing. You're already working towards your goal. And you can start something new whenever you feel like it. I think there was a really good Pinterest quote that I once read that's like, you don't need to wait for Friday. You don't need to wait for the perfect moment. You don't need to wait for like losing weight. You don't need to wait for relationship. You don't need to wait for anything. You can start whatever you want today. And I think taking hold of that power is something really important. And it's just going to set you up for success later on. Number two, write it down and visualize. So as I mentioned previously, I was reading off my visual board that I also wrote down my goals very specifically. And I had it on my lock screen um, and like my desktop for my laptop for the entirety of the year. It's really good to get this into your subconscious, to read it, to kind of understand what you're working towards. Write down your goals. There's so many studies that show if you write down your goals, you are more likely to accomplish them. And making a vision board, putting it on your lock screen, your laptop, your mirror, printing it out, put it everywhere that you can subconsciously see it. And they're really fun to make, but I feel like they're also a good source of inspiration. It also may, it's like really fun to look at pictures of what you want your dream life to be and put it all in like a nice collage. I mixed writing and a vision board together and that's how I feel like works for me really well. But, you know, do whatever floats your boat the best. Number three is focus on adding and not subtracting. So I think something a lot of people struggle with when they are making New Year's resolutions is they're just focusing on what they want to subtract from their life. I can't eat blank. I can't hang out with blank. I can't do blank. Like, I can't wear blank. I think there's so much subtraction, even like weight loss is subtraction. And it's like, focus on adding things that make your life better. So for example, you want to eat healthier? Totally okay. But don't just be like, I'm going to cut out all of the, you know, all of my normal food that I eat that like I go to eat or like I'm going to cut out all the chocolate, all the desserts, all the sweets. Adding, if you're using a subtracting mindset, that's going to burn you out and you're not going to stick to it. If you're using an adding mindset, you're focusing on, okay, so I want to add, I want to eat healthier. So I'm going to add um, in my morning omelet, I'll add some spinach and some bell pepper and maybe an avocado. And, you know, in my chipotle bowl, I'll add some extra lettuce, some extra veggies. And instead of completely cutting out cookies, because I love cookies, I'll just make a really nice alternative to regular cookies, even though all cookies are fine. But if you want to eat them daily, having a healthy alternative that's made out of like almond flour, oat flour, coconut, um, sugar, maple syrup, like something that is really nourishing for your body and has all those nutrients is the way to go. And focusing on adding versus subtracting is so much better. I feel like psychologically too, if you are wanting to add a workout, that's a lot better than saying like, I'm going to subtract all of my time watching my Netflix show. Instead, add your workout and you might notice that you like your workout more than your Netflix show. Number four is make a game plan. So there are a lot of New Year's resolutions that I had, but part of starting today or whenever you're listening to this is following a game plan. Game plans make a really big goal. For example, one of my big goals was gaining weight. I had to gain weight because I had to recover from the eating disorder. I had to gain at least 20 pounds of weight. I ended up gaining a little bit more thanks to muscle mass, thanks to weight training and whatnot. 
But nevertheless, it wasn't like a one-week thing. It took a really long time. And I had a game plan that, like, for example, I, like, slowly start increasing my food, making sure I wasn't skipping meals, and that would just increase, 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 increase. And then after I reached the weight that the doctors told me that I needed to reach to be healthy, then I, like, stopped, like, I started to try and learn how to intuitively eat, which I'm still actively working on. But there are a lot of different ways that you can break down a really big goal like that. Um, another good example is if you want to be able to run half a marathon, but you're not really a runner. So first, start with a mile. Then after a week of running a mile, increase it to two and so on. If you want to get into intuitive eating rather than tracking or dieting, because spoiler alert, intuitive eating is the most sustainable lifestyle, by the way. Anyway, start with small steps. So first, don't, if you track your calories actively, don't track your calories for one meal. Then don't track them for one day, then one week, and then eventually build up to the point where you're not, you're just quit tracking calories. And same thing with a diet. If you're struggling a lot of people actually fall off diets, but if you're, you know, really obsessive over clean, healthy eating, you know, expose yourself to those fear foods slowly. So maybe have a donut or maybe have a cookie or whatever you in your mind is a fear food, eat that um, and just eat it mindfully and calm yourself down and talk yourself through it. Because trust me, that is the way to break out of those kinds of negative cycles. If you want to be more consistent in the gym, set a goal for only going two times a week. You might laugh at that and be like, well, that's nothing. I want to go five times a week. I want to go six. First, start off with two. Then, once you're able to consistently go two times a week, treat yourself with like a new workout set and then start going three times a week. Then start going four times a week and work out, like, work out how many times a week you want to be consistent with working out. And it might take... It might take more than, you know, December to January. It might take a couple months, but eventually you are going to be consistent in it. Um, and I think with the gym, one of my big um, recommendations is set a consistent time where you will work out because I find that when you have a consistent time, a consistent schedule, and when you schedule in your workout sessions, almost like an appointment, it makes things so much easier. If your goal is to wake up earlier, start by going to bed and waking up half an hour earlier. Then slowly go to bed earlier and earlier and wake up earlier and earlier. Before you know it, you'll be waking up and going to bed at the time that you want for your future, for your dream life. So it's not that hard. I think a lot of people are thinking they have to go from zero to 100. But if you start, I don't know, if you start going to the gym, to like right when you're listening to this, if you go to the gym right now and you only go two times or three times a week, how many you can feasibly go then you start building that up. Like eventually by January, by February, by March, you'll be able to go consistently. You've already overcame that hurdle because you started small. You started where it is achievable. And then number five is treat yourself along the way and remember you are human. So whenever you reach one of those micro goals that I just mentioned, treat yourself. Maybe a coffee, a new workout set, a makeup item you want, a piece of clothing, or just some time to chill. One of my ways that I treat myself every single week from for just getting through the week and studying and working hard and everything is I have Saturday spa nights where after work on Saturday, I come home, I might do a little bit of light studying or whatever, I'll take a walk, and then I'll chill. 
I'll have dinner. I'll take a bath. I just let myself have a spa night. I'll take these shower. Like for me, that is my reward for working hard towards my goals throughout the entire week. Whatever works for you. It doesn't have to be monetary. It could be time of just, you know, you know, sitting in the bathtub or it, it could be really anything. Find something that you really like to treat yourself with and treat yourself along the way as you hit those micro goals to keep yourself consistent. And if you don't reach a goal when in your timeline you had it for, keep striving for it. I think when people have too strict of a timeline, this can be problematic and it could be almost, um, it could be almost like not productive and you know, almost like a barrier because you view like the date and you have to get it done by this date. And that's not true. Like it might take time. You might get sick. Something might happen where things are thrown off. But if you keep striving for it, if you don't punish yourself, you're trying to love yourself into making new goals. Keep going. There is no failure for you trying. You know, if you fail once, if you have a bad day, that's fine. Just get back up on the horse and try, try again. It's okay to make mistakes. And just always remind yourself the cause for starting this goal. So this is actually like, you know, tip number six is find your why. So when you're making your goals, why do you want a goal? I think one of the things that a lot of people talk about during New Year's resolutions is they want to lose weight. They want to start a diet. And it's all about how they look. But, you know, it's never about how they feel. And sometimes eating healthier food is not because you look a certain way. It's because how you feel is just amazing. So always find your why. And this could be something you also write along with your goals. Um, when you're writing your goals down, write why do you want to, I don't know, why do you want to heal your hair? Why do you want to work out consistently? Why do you want to eat healthier and really nourish your body? And then number seven, find accountability. So I know that some people like, as I mentioned, it's not like I have a bunch of gym friends. I have, like, zero. Yeah, I don't I don't even think I have one friend that goes to... No, no one who goes. Anyway, that was a side thought. Find accountability. If you are really struggling with a certain goal, and I'm saying you need to have accountability because there are plenty of goals that I achieved without accountability, but if there is a goal that is particularly tricky for you or you're struggling to reach it, Find accountability, find a friend, find a family member, find someone, even you can hire a personal trainer, you can hire someone um, to hold you accountable to reaching your goals. And I think that's a really good way to kind of kick yourself into high gear. Um, because if it's not just you depending on you, it's someone else, then you feel embarrassed if you don't reach your goals. So you're going to work towards it. Okay, so that was a lot, but I hope it was super helpful. I'll quickly recap the seven tips. So number one, start today. Number two, write it down and visualize. Number three, focus on adding and not subtracting. Number four, make a game plan. Number five, treat yourself along the way and remember you're human. Number six, find your why. And number seven, have accountability. So of course, all of these are just tips. I bet that if you have any other really good tips, DM me. Again, follow me, subscribe to this podcast, and you can find my socials, Instagram or TikTok at Wellness with Lana. It is in the show notes. You can find the link tree and you can get to, you know, my Pinterest, my Instagram, my TikTok, everything. It is all linked in there. You can DM me if you have any other ideas, any other tips, or if you just want to rant about anything, I'm always here to chat to you. And, you know, before I leave the episode, I just want to hype you up. You are worth 
the energy. You are worth the time that you are putting in yourself. Start today. Go make your goals and become the happiest and healthiest version of you. Bye-bye.